This old-time radio program was originally aired live, long before the advent of high fidelity. As a result, you may detect an occasional surface noise or volume drop due to transmission problems so common to old radio. We hope, however, that any variance in audio quality will not take away from your pleasure in listening to this, one of the all-time favorite shows. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Tonight, we renew our resolve that America will never be a socialist country. All right, you're tuned into the John Smith Show. It's Wednesday night. Uh, typically, Wednesday night means that uh, we're going to have our friend Tom on and Julia, but uh, neither one of them are here tonight and I'm flying solo, but that's okay because I got a couple updates that I want to talk about. Uh, Before I get to that, I do just want to give a shout out to Dave, the trucker. He's out there busting his ass and his uh, semi making the economy happen. And I just want to give uh, a shout out to him for listening to the show and uh, all the truckers out there. Just keep doing what you're doing and make the economy happen. Uh, next Friday, a couple show notes. Next Friday, I will be joined by State Senator Kelly Townsend here in Arizona. She is a newly elected senator to Arizona, and she's amazing. So I'm excited to have her on next Friday. Now, next Friday, it's actually going to be at 10 o'clock in the morning, Arizona time. So that's going to be noon um, um, Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> So it's going to be a special time, but uh, that's when she could make it. So you got to be a little bit malleable, you know. That's just the way it is. Hey, you can find us on YouTube. And listen, in order for this show to grow, I'm going to ask that if you're listening to the show or, or if you're watching this show on YouTube, can you subscribe to the channel? I've got to get to 1,000 subscribers in order to uh, to monetize the show. And uh, that's going to help update some of the things that I need to update, I got to get some new software. I got to get some new hardware. Uh, so it doesn't cost you anything to subscribe to a YouTube channel, but it just really, really is going to help me. So I would really appreciate it if you could do that. Uh, we are uh, on YouTube, of course, at Say What You Will Radio. Just search Say What You Will Radio, or you can search Backyard Politics with an S, not an X. I found out today that the uh, there's a Backyard Politics YouTube channel out there that ends in X, and that woman is a self-proclaimed Marxist. So <laughs> that's definitely not my show, and I would ask that you do not subscribe to that moron's YouTube channel. Uh, we're also on Facebook at Backyard Politics Podcast and Parlor at Real John Smith. We're also on, uh, we're simulcast on goodtalkradio.com, and that's at 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, uh, 
this whole backyard politics thing, right? You're like, you're probably wondering what's going on. Hey, John Smith, it's Warrior Z Martinez in the room. I'm from the Conservative Bear channel. Hey, Warrior, I will actually be on Conservative Bear show tonight at 930 Mountain Time. So I'm not sure where you're at, if you're in Texas or where you're at, but it's going to be 930 tonight, Mountain Time. So I will be on the show. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you can be there. And thanks for being here. Uh, so backyard politics, if you look up in the right hand corner of your screen, you can see the new logo up there, backyard politics. Uh, and the reason I'm changing, it's a couple reasons. Actually, I've been uh, hanging on to the name backyard politics for a couple years now. I wasn't sure what I was going to do with it. But uh, last week I had Sheriff Mark Lamb on the show. He's the sheriff of Pinal County here in Arizona. I had him on the show. Hey, looking forward to it. Warrior says. I'm from California. Okay, so it's going to be 8.30 your time. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, I had Sheriff Mark Lamb on the show last Friday, and I hope you were able to watch the show. He actually came into the studio. It was awesome. We had a great time, Tom and I did, uh, with uh, Sheriff Lamb. And he made me realize that the solutions to what's going on in this country were being inundated with progressivism or socialism or Marxism. Uh, some might even say fascism. Uh, I believe that the United States is in a very uh, promiscuous situation right now, if that's the right word. We're in a bad situation. We're 1934 Germany. Uh, books are being burnt digitally. People are being silenced. And the national politicians aren't doing a damn thing. Even the ones that are supposedly on our side. So after talking to Sheriff Lamb, it made me realize that the solutions, the solutions to what we're going through in this country are right here in our own backyards. And what I mean by that is the solutions are us getting involved, deeply involved in our local politics and our statewide politics not the national scene. No, I'm not saying to ignore the national politics. That's not what I'm saying. National politics is what we should focus on. Uh, basically, what we're learning is the problems with what's going on in the country, but that's not where we're going to get the solutions. So I can talk about AOC all day. She's low-hanging fruit. She's, uh, she's an idiot. But the problem is, Every political podcast, every conservative political podcast is talking about AOC and what a moron she is. But what does that do to fix the problem, right? Our kids are not in school. Our kids, you know, across the country have been locked out of school. Suicide rates are through the roof. Drug use and alcohol abuse is through the roof with our kids, Domestic uh, situations have gone through the roof. But the national scene, the national pol pol politicians are never going to do anything to fix it. Even the ones that are supposedly on our side. We've witnessed how many conservative voices silenced by big tech, by Twitter, by YouTube, by Facebook. Now our national politics, they, you know, they drug Jack up there. They drug Zuckerberg up on stage. They drug uh, the CEO of Google up there. But did anything ever come of it? Or was it just a show? 
And that's what these conservative politicians like to do on the national stage. They just like to have these shows. They don't do a damn thing about fixing anything. In fact, we're in bigger trouble now than we were before Trump took office. And as soon as Trump left office, all of these so-called conservatives, all these people that rode his coattails, now they're the ones that are turning on him. Mitch McConnell, give me a break. So nothing is going to change when we're focused only on national politics. And this is by design. They have geared us this way, right? And nothing against the late Rush Limbaugh. The the man was brilliant. Nothing against Glenn Beck or Sean Hannity or any one of them. Uh, Tucker Carlson, they all do a great job. But why should I come on at night from Arizona, Mesa, Arizona, and just talk about the same things that these guys have been talking about all day long. You've all heard it. I can talk about uh, the woman that sat down and did the what they call the gay BCs with her child, this little kid learning how to speak the ABCs by speaking gay words, like B is for bi, G is for gay, L is for lesbian, all this crazy stuff. I can talk about that, but I'm sure you've seen it a hundred times on a, a hundred different places. But what's going on in our own backyards? What's taken place in our own? Hey, Katie Nesbaum, she joined a room. Hello, Katie. You know, Katie's from up in Washington. She's actually the purveyor of Nut Tree Designs Company on Etsy. And uh, I can't imagine where she lives up in the state of Washington is a total clown show. It's a total clown show. And the only way Washington is ever going to change is through the local politics. But we've been geared to not pay attention to our local politics. In fact, I was just watching an episode of The Office not too long ago. If you recall the, the show The Office. And Angela, the uh, uptight blonde chick, she was dating a state senator. And anytime she would say, I'm dating a senator, Oscar would correct her and say, well, state senator. And that was by design. That was to belittle that person's position as, the, as if state senators don't mean anything. But it's the state senators and the state congresspeople that are actually writing the bills that are going to protect us from the out-of-control national government. It's not going to be the Republicans or conservatives in Washington that are going to protect us. They can't. They're bought and paid for. They've sold out. I don't care. It doesn't make a difference which one you're talking about. You may have a couple in the Senate. Maybe Josh Hawley. I don't know. I don't know where his, I don't know where his true heart is. I don't know where his soul is. But he's not, he's one man out of a hundred. What's he going to do for us? But see, we've been programmed. We've been programmed to watch the national news, listen to national radio, and focus on national politics. We've got to get involved in our own backyards. So backyard politics, that's what it's all about. It's about getting into your own backyard and learning what, going on in your own city, your own town, your own county, your own state. I mean, honestly, when you get your 
and, and if everybody's honest, and I'm going to be honest with you right, right here too. This is me putting it out there. When I get my election ballot, oftentimes I fill out who I'm going to vote for president, who I'm going to vote for my congressperson that goes to D.C., who I'm going to vote for senator if one of my state sen- or my uh, federal senators is up. But then I get down to the local politicians, and I don't know any of them. I don't know who they are. I get down to the judges. I don't know who they are. And so I just look for the Republican, and I fill it in. Katie says, why don't we associate ourselves with the state because it's so embarrassing? And this state has so much to offer, the mountains, the sea, elk, deer, ducks, fish, and the list could continue, but the politics have absolutely ruined the state. That's right, Kyle. Kyle, you're so right. Let me tell you something. I was in Washington. I was, uh, when I was still riding my Harley, I took my, I rode my Harley from here, from Mesa to Washington. And what a beautiful, absolutely gorgeous state. But they're letting it just go to shit. And it's the local politicians that are doing it. And we continue to continue, we continue to look to the federal government to solve the problems and they're not going to do it. They're not going to solve anything. We can sit and we can talk about Nancy Pelosi and what a quack she is. We can talk about Joe Biden, how he wanted to come out today and he wanted to, he actually volunteered to take questions in the white house feed, cut them off. We can talk about, uh, the Supreme Court being packed. We can talk about these federal elections, the the Supreme Court not hearing these different lawsuits. We can talk about, we can talk about a hundred things. But you can hear that same stuff anywhere. You can log on to any conservative news uh, news source. You can log on to the Tucker Show. You can watch Hannity. You can listen to whoever's filling in for Rush today. You can listen to Glenn Beck in the morning. You can hear the same old stuff all day long. You can you can tune into Newsmax if you want to tune into to Newsmax if that's your preferred. But what are we going to do to change it? It's got to start. It has to start with knowing what's going on in your own state. I have lived in Arizona for 15, almost 16 years now. I had no idea the power of the sheriff's department. I had no idea that they were basically the lifeline of America. A lot of people don't realize that, but uh, the sheriff's department, the sheriff answers to no one but the constituents in the Constitution of the United States. They don't have to answer to anyone. So if you've got a good, constitutional-loving, God-fearing sheriff, there's a lot of these laws or a lot of these executive orders that the sheriff doesn't have to abide by. And that's exactly what Mark Lamb did when they passed this whole mask mandate. The sheriff said, I don't have to answer to a mask mandate and I'm not going to enforce it. Now he can't stop city police from enforcing mask mandates, but if it's a county issue, he doesn't have to follow it. Same with the lockdowns. He doesn't have to enforce the lockdowns, and he didn't enforce the lockdowns because he believed that they were unconstitutional. Now, I'll give you a, better, I'll give you a good example of what I'm talking about. 
The Biden administration just said this morning that there's no crisis on the border. They literally came out and said that in a news briefing this morning. That And you can look it up. The Biden administration said there is no crisis at the border. Now, I talked to Sheriff Lamb, and he told me that every single day in Pinal County, there's at least one or two vehicle, uh, vehicle chases that they're chasing these illegals that are coming across the border and their vehicles are loaded with illegals and drugs every single day. Three years ago, when it came to uh, fentanyl pills, they didn't seize one fentanyl pill in 2018. 2019, they seized over 3,000 fentanyl pills. In 2020, they seized over 300,000. Now, if you don't, if you don't think that's a problem, in fact, there's a uh, one of the I, I believe she's a senator up in the uh, uh, I think Deer Valley area in Arizona. I may be wrong. It's up in that. It's up in North Phoenix somewhere. Her son overdosed on a fentanyl pill just recently, and he's dead. Now she came out. She's a Democrat. She came out and. Blamed, obviously, this on uh, the drug runners, the drug dealers. None of the blame went on her kid, of course. Her kid was an angel. Everybody's are, right? But not once in the article and not once out of her mouth did she say anything about illegal immigration because she's a Democrat and she's not allowed to. And those are the type of people. This is a state senator here in Arizona those are the people that we need to get together and get the hell out of office. We need to get her out of office so that the rest of the state uh, can pass legislation that's actually going to help. Now, again, I'm going to have Kelly Townsend. She's one of my state senators here in Arizona. She's going to be on the show on Friday. It's going to be Friday morning at 10 a.m. She's going to be on. I'm going to talk to her because I want to find out what laws can be passed here in Arizona to stop or to try to remedy some of this illegal immigration because the federal government's not going to do it. Joe Biden, the, his administration today said that there isn't an issue at the border. Meanwhile, they're ordering 12,000 extra beds because they've got 12,000 kids that don't belong to parents. They're parentless kids and they need 12,000 beds. Over a hundred Illegal aliens were found today in Texas that were diagnosed with COVID and they were immediate, immediately released back into population. If COVID is as destructive as the Democrats and Fauci make it out to be, why would they release illegal aliens back into general population knowing that they have COVID? Why would they let 4,000 people a day come across the border from a country in Mexico, the country of Mexico, that has one of the worst population outbreaks of, uh, of COVID? And then to come out and say there's not a problem. See, these are the national issues that are caused by our federal politicians. Our federal government is causing these problems. So they're not going to fix it. So we've got to learn to rely on 
our local people. We've got to figure out a way to get this done. Uh, let me get to the chat room here. Uh, let's see. Uh, but the hard part is knowing what's happening uh, comes from major news. And that's so hindered on uh, what party they align with and, and independent news groups won't make it in this world. Well, you never know, man. Kyle, that's what we got to fight for, buddy. We've got to fight for independent news groups, man. Uh, the crisis is 50 plus miles inland from the border. So, of course, it's easy to say it's not at the border. The crisis is in suburban America all around the country. Man, you nailed that. Head, uh, that nail right on the head. Uh, George is in the room. George, how you doing? He says, yet here in El Paso, just recently they cracked down on a bunch of illegals all stuffed in a trailer. Oh, that happens all the time here too, George. In fact, they have horse trailers that are meant for maybe six or eight horses that have a hundred illegals stuffed in it. In fact, there was just a SUV that got crushed by a semi-truck. It was an SUV meant for, I think, nine people capacity. And they had 27 people in it. So the question is, how can you fit 27 people? It's like a freaking clown car. How can you fit 27 people into an SUV that's meant for nine people? Well, the answer is easy. Sorry to take a sip of my coffee. The answer is easy because what they do is they tear all the seats out. They tear out all the lining they tear out everything they possibly can on the inside of that vehicle including the seat belts and then they pile bodies inside that vehicle like they're animals that's how they do it and they do the same thing with horse trailers i remember not too long ago well maybe several years ago i don't re really recall the exact date or year but they had pulled over a horse trailer it was 115 degrees in Phoenix, and they pulled it over, and it had 100 bodies in it. Some of them were dead. Some of them were dead. When you've got illegal aliens coming across the country, people are buying human beings. It's a modern-day slave trade. They're buying human beings, they're raping women, they're beating the shit out of kids, and they're dealing drugs to our kids. And this woman, this woman politician here in Arizona, her own kid dies from Mexican fentanyl, and she's not even willing to blame the Mexicans. Now the word cartel came up. But a word like cartel, that, that's just thrown around. And then they call them, they refer to them as migrants. Migrants, as if they're not illegal or something. So that's the first reason I'm changing the name from the John Smith Show to Backyard Politics, because real politics, real things get done in our own backyard. Uh, where is this happening, Democrat-led sanctuary cities? You got that right, Kyle? Absolutely. They dump all our garbage. It's unbelievable. It's a crime where this stuff, how this stuff is happening. So number one reason I'm changing it is because change happens in our own backyard. We've got to get familiar. And that's what this show is going to be focused on. This show is going to be focused on getting our listeners and our watchers focused on getting involved in local politics. 
I'm not saying again, I'm not saying to not watch the national scene. You've got to pay attention to the, the national scene because that's where you find the problem. The solution exists locally. Just like they're doing here in Arizona, there's a few bills right now that they're trying to pass in the Senate. Hopefully they'll pass it in the House as well, and then Governor Ducey will sign it into law. But they're trying to fix the voting problem here in Arizona. They're never going to do it on the national stage. They will never fix the voting. They're the ones that caused the problems. They're not going to fix it. We've got to fix it locally. There's three bills that are sitting in our Senate right now that are trying to fix the voting problem. There are also bills that are sitting in the Senate right now that are trying to, to protect Arizona gun, gun owners. Because if the federal government has their way and they pass all these idiotic gun control bills or executive orders even, I don't even think they're even going to go through the Congress, they're going to turn 105 million people immediately into criminals. So states like Arizona and Missouri and I believe Texas and other, other states, they're, they're passing laws saying that we will not adhere to or we cannot adhere to executive orders that infringe on our Second Amendment. That's the type of stuff that we need to know. And we need to find out locally who the people are that oppose these bills because they're the ones that we got to rise up against and get them the hell out of here. And let the constitutionalists fix the problems. But if we don't know who the judges are, if we don't know how the judges vote or, uh, you know, how the judges uh, handle their cases, if we don't know who they are, what side of the fence they lean on, are they constitutional or are they not constitutional? And if we don't know who our local representatives are and we don't know what's going on, then how are we going to fix anything? But see, even the local news, even the local news, you turn on the local news, the only local stories they talk about is if someone got killed that day or if a house burnt down. And then they jump right into the national politics. What Joe Biden did. What Nancy Pelosi said today. What idiotic statement AOC made. What Ted Cruz did to piss people off. That's all they talk about. Your local news doesn't cover local politics whatsoever. So we've been engineered to ignore what's going on in our backyard. Again, Backyard politics. We've got to get involved in our own backyards. Second reason is because the show was named after me and this show is not about me. When I called it the John Smith show, it wasn't, it was never meant to be about me. It's, it's meant to be about fixing problems. It's meant to be about my audience and how we can all work together across the country to fix what's going on in this country. Uh, let me catch up with some of the, uh, uh, Katie Nesbaum says, I'm all for it. You've got to do your own work and not trust the damn mainstream media. She says, absolutely. Kyle says, if the federal government fixed the voting issue, they would lose control of the constituents. Exactly. If they lose control, they've lost their uh, notion of purpose. Career politicians need to go. It doesn't matter. Party affiliation. 100%, Kyle. 
And that's what we got to do when the federal elections roll around. We've got to try to do our very best to get the progressives out of office, but we can't rely on the conservatives that we do elect to fix anything because they're all bought and paid for. I'll give you a perfect example. Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake was voted one of the most conservative uh, representatives when he was in the House at that time. The minute he became a senator, he went right under John McCain's wing and got infected with the John McCainism and the progressives. And Jeff Flake became a true grade A asshole. So much so that the Arizonans were so pissed off at him that uh, he didn't even bother to try to rerun. He knew there was no way in hell he was going to get elected. People wanted him out of Arizona because he was bought and paid for. He sold his soul the minute he went into the Senate. Uh, Katie says, I've been trying to convince Kyle to move us to Missouri. I like Senator Hawley. (laughs) There you go. Missouri, I mean, uh, they're a sanctuary state for the Second Amendment. And uh, to Sheriff Lamb's point, I think we need to stop calling these states sanctuary states for the Second Amendment because then the people that don't pay attention, they hear sanctuary state, they don't know the difference between a sanctuary state for illegal immigrants and a sanctuary state for the Second Amendment or whatever whatever else it becomes a sanctuary state for. But we've got to refer to these as constitutional states constitutional second amendment states because that then separates the difference constitutional carry that's what uh, arizona is a constitutional carry state but the difference though kyle is you can be a constitutional carry state which means you don't need a, a ccw in your state to carry concealed within your state however what a what a quote unquote sanctuary state is means that regardless of what they do in Washington, the state won't recognize those laws or those executive orders if they infringe on our Second Amendment rights. So that's a big difference. But we've got to come up with a fancy name, and calling it a sanctuary state is probably not the best method to do that. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, okay, so backyard politics. It's not about me. It's not about John Smith. It's about everybody in this room, and it's about everybody out there that's listening to this show. It's not about me. It's about you guys. It's not about federal politics. It's about getting involved in our backyard politics. And it also, the third reason I went with backyard politics, and this was actually the the first reason I came up with it, the name, and I came up with the name a few years ago, was because anytime anybody ever comes, like if you have a party, everybody goes into the backyard and inevitably starts talking politics. And we can't be afraid to do that. We're living in a cancel culture right now where if you talk about politics, you may be putting your job on the line. If you post something on Facebook, you may be putting your job on the line. But we've got to, They can't fire all of us. That's where we've got to be strong in numbers and we've got to fight against cancel culture. I just, I was watching the Tucker show before I did my show and there was a young girl on there. Last month was uh, black history month. 
she was told she had to write about uh, a black trailblazer. So she wrote about Candace Owens and the teacher lit her up and put her on blast on an all school email and tried to make a fool of her because this woman, this young, young lady was writing about Candace Owens being a black trailblazer. Well, naturally, uh, that blew up in the teacher's face and the teacher was forced to apologize but that's what we need to do. We need to have the courage that this young girl had. We need to have the courage that Rayleigh Klein had. She's the young lady that got canned over at ASU from the radio station because she spoke her mind. She had her own opinions. They didn't line up with the left-wing narrative, but she went out and she fought for it, and she sued Arizona State University, and they just settled out of court. The original offer from ASU to Rayleigh Klein was $500,000. Rayleigh Klein didn't want people to think that she was doing this to get rich. So she took $7,000 and covered a semester that she had to miss. $7,000. They offered her $500,000. She took $7,000. That's I mean, come on, you don't get much classier than that. $500,000 for her would have set her up for a long time. I'll tell you what, it would be hard for me to pass up $500,000. But it was that or her faith. And she went with her faith and she stood up against the machine. She stood up against Arizona State University and she won. By settling out of court, they admitted guilt. That's right. Katie says, good for her. Mic drop. We have to have the courage of Rayleigh Klein if we're going to fight the machine. And I know it's scary. I get it. And like I said on the last show, I think I said it when uh, Sheriff Lamb was on the show. Listen, I can't pay your rent if you lose your job because... You went out and fought for what you thought was right. But that's a risk we all have to take. Every time I get on YouTube or Facebook and I do this show, I'm putting my own job at risk. My CEO is a bleeding heart liberal. I'm talking, he is as liberal as they come. He was a Trump hater. He's big on Black Lives Matter. He's big on all kinds of different left-wing BS groups. And he's always pushing this garbage out to his employees. I got an email today. I was going to read part of it, but it's, it's, it's just not, it's not even worth it. Katie says she's awesome. Speaking of Rayleigh Klein, uh, I'm so proud of her and can't wait to see where she ends up and flourishes. And I think she will, Katie. I really do. I really believe she will. She has more courage in her pinky than any one of those Republicans up on Capitol Hill could dream to have. I'm going to have her back on the show. Uh, we're going to... I'm going to try to get her back in the show sometime either uh, next week or the week after. Uh, Kyle says, it's honestly not as scary as you think. 
We as individuals have already come to the end of our rope, so there's not much left for us to lose. That's right. Kyle, you know what? We only got one chance, man. We got one chance. And if we don't fight for this country, then we're going to lose it for our kids. Or our kids will have to fight for us. My grandkids, your kids will have to fight for the country. And is that something that we want to put on them? Do we want to put that responsibility on our kids or our grandkids fighting for the country? I don't think we do. I really don't think that's something we want to do. So anyway, when you go to search, when you start to search for my uh, social media out there, this is what you're going to see. Let me see if I can find it. Where did I put it? There we go. Here we go. So the same as the one up in the top right, Backyard Politics with the microphone in the middle. If you don't see that branding, you're on the wrong station. You're on the wrong channel. But we've got to build this together. I'm going to ask that uh, everybody that's listening today, if you haven't already, you can go to Facebook. You can search Backyard Politics Podcast. I'm going to ask that you like that or follow that page. I'm going to ask that you go to uh, YouTube, say what you will, radio on YouTube, and you subscribe and you share it around because I want to build this together. That's why I took my name off of this. I took my name off of this because it's not about me. It's about us. It's about saving our country because I believe she's worth it. It's about us getting involved in local politics, and that's my challenge. My challenge is to everybody in this room George says, even some of the demos I know are finally waking up. Democrats, yeah, how can't they? The same day, and I believe it was yesterday, the same day that Biden says there's not not a problem at the border, an SUV gets plowed into by a truck because the SUV ran a stop sign or ran a red light and got hit by a semi, and 15 people are dead because there were 27 people stuffed in that SUV like animals. Same day that Biden said there wasn't a problem on on the border. It's not an issue. The same day they happen to have to order 12,000 new beds because there's 12,000 kids without beds right now that are stuck in cages. Remember the cages? Kyle says, uh, I'm with you. I'm part of the machine <laughs> at the moment, but I haven't lost my backbone and I'll refuse to lose my back, uh, my backyard too. Absolutely. I love that, man. I love that, Kyle. Very good point. You know, I, th- I just think, and it's no, it's no fault of our own. It's nobody's fault. I just think that we have been prepped and we've been convinced that the only thing that matters is national politics. But it was a real wake up moment for me this year when I got my, Uh, my ballot in the mail and I opened it up and the thing was probably two feet long and there were names on both sides. And I had no idea who any of these people were. I had no idea. I knew who Andy Biggs was and you're, you better believe I voted for him. Who's going to be running. Maybe he just, uh, he's talking about running for Senate against Kelly the guy that uh, won last uh, this last election, I guess he's up for, up again in two years. I guess it was a special election. So Mark Kelly is up again in two years, and Andy Biggs will be running against him. 
And of course I voted for Kelly Townsend. Kelly Townsend was uh, amazing. She did me a huge personal favor. One that I would never have expected to get from a politician. She's going to be on the show. Uh, not this Friday, next Friday, the 12th. She won't be in studio. Unfortunately, she's going to be broadcasting uh, from her office, but uh, we'll have her. We'll have her with us right here on the show. We'll be talking to her about all kinds of all kinds of topics. If you have questions for Kelly Townsend, I'll have the live chat open. You're more than welcome to ask questions. And But the point of it is, is Kelly, how do we, how, how do we get the word out to get involved in our backyard? That's the question. What's going on in our backyard and how do we get involved? What can we do to stop the overreaching federal government from strangulating our rights? Because the federal government won't stop it. They're the problem. They're not the solution. So that's my big, uh, my big rant on why I'm changing from the John Smith show to backyard politics. I hope you guys join me along the way. I do want to talk about a couple of my sponsors, by the way, they make the show happen. First of all, if you can see Ranger Rob poopy bags. Now, if you've got a dog at home, I'm sure you take the dog for a walk. And I'm sure when you take that dog for a walk, you've come across piles on the sidewalk and piles in along the street that people don't pick up because they're pigs. They're selfish pigs. If you walk around and you've got Ranger Rob pet poopy bags, for one thing, you're going to be ready when your dog decides to leave a steamer. And you can also be a good citizen and pick up some of those other piles along the way. It would be nice if you knew who left them so you could go knock on her door and maybe drop it at their feet, but we want to be better people. So check out Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags. You can actually go to Amazon. You can buy them right from Amazon. I believe he's doing a a 10% off deal right now. That's the logo. So you'll know Ranger Rob Poopy Bags. They smell like lemon. They've got extra long handles. They're extra deep, so it doesn't make a difference if you've got like a little chihuahua or an Irish wolfhound, it'll handle that pile, and regardless of how big. And they are also bio- biodegradable, so they're going to break down in the uh, the garbage pit, the landfill. Unlike a Walmart bag or a grocery store bag, those things will sit there forever. These will break down along with that turd that's inside. So check them out, Ranger Rob, poopy bags on Amazon. I also want to talk about... Uh, my friends uh, over at uh, Grayfeather Farm. I just got a huge order in the mail from Grayfeather Farm. I got the crack attack. In fact, I got two little containers of crack attack because when you run out of one, it's devastating. So you always have to have a backup. Check out Grayfeather Farm. You can find all of our sponsors at saywhatyouwillradio.com. Go to the sponsors link, and there's direct links right there. To our sponsors. Now, we also, I just came out with uh, some backyard politics merch. You can find that on say what you will, radio.com in the merchandise section. We've got coffee mugs and uh, aluminum water bottles with backyard politics logo on there. So check that out. Uh, I want to talk about Kyle and Katie Nesbaum's uh, business. That's, of course, Nut Tree Designs Company on Etsy. 
I just encourage you to go there, check it out. One of the things that they make that's very popular are these uh, cutting boards. And they engrave the cutting boards to match the writing of maybe your mom or your grandmother or whoever, maybe a, uh, your favorite aunt who wrote out recipes for you, right? Back in the day, we used to write stuff down. We didn't just text it or email it. We actually wrote it down. And it was in a thing called cursive. So if you have any of those laying around and you want to preserve that, what they'll do is they'll take that actual recipe written in your grandmother's writing or your aunt's or your mom's writing, and they will engrave that onto that cutting board so that you can keep that and have that forever. You can even give them out to family members as gifts. What a perfect Easter gift that would make. So check them out. And, uh, Last but not least, I want to talk about uh, one of my other sponsors, and that's Fast Concepts LLC. Fast Concepts LLC, they are localized here in Arizona. If you need to get your CCW permit, I know we talked about it earlier. We are a constitutional carry state. However, with a CCW, you have the law of reciprocity, so you can actually carry your firearm to other states that recognize the Arizona CCW permit. Most of them, most of the states do recognize Arizona. Nevada just opened back up a few years ago. They, they didn't recognize it for a while, but they do now. But don't take your firearm into California, Oregon, or Washington. They don't recognize us because they're a bunch of commie pinkos over there. But even if you already have your CCW and you just want to take some tactical firearm training, you can do that as well. FastConceptsLLC.com. Check them out. Let Pete know that you heard about FastConceptsLLC.com from the John Smith, oh, from Backyard Politics, once uh, known as the John Smith Show. All right, so that's it for uh, the uh, the sponsors. Now, uh, let's see. Katie says, doesn't even have to be a recipe. We just did a couple fun phrases from grandmas. There you go. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a recipe. You know, I'm putting recipe with cutting board. Eh, it doesn't have to be a recipe. It can be something that your mom or your grandmother wrote, maybe in a birthday card or something like that. Something that you just want to have and cherish forever. Nut Tree Designs Company on Etsy. Check them out. And again, you can go to saywhatyouwillradio.com. Go to the sponsors page, and there's a link right there. Katie says, thank you, John. You're welcome, of course, Katie. All right. Uh, what else we got in the docket? Um One thing that I'm going to be going over too on this show, and uh, if you're not from Arizona, it's not going to necessarily mean anything to you directly, but it could, and I'll explain why. I'm going to be going over some of the House bills and Senate bills that are out there, and we're going to go over uh, the, the number. If it's a House bill, it's HB. If it's a Senate bill, it's SB, and it could be like 5,001, something like that. Uh, but your, your state does the same thing, regardless of where you're listening from or watching from. And uh, the reason I want to go over these, for one, is for my Arizona audience. I want you to be able to know what's going on in our backyard. And two, if they're really good, then I would encourage you, if you're not in Arizona, to get involved in your backyard and start letting your senators and congressmen of the state know what Arizona's doing and that they should follow suit. See what I mean? So this is going to, uh, it's going to be an educational show. It's not going to be simply pointing out everything that's wrong 
and uh, making fun of AOC, even though we love to do that because she's so dumb. And she's always making a buffoon of herself, you know. Maybe we'll still throw some AOC updates in there just because she's fun. But, you know, it's not going to be about that. It's not going to be about why, you know, about the problems themselves. That's boring. We're going to talk about what the solutions are, how to fix it, how to protect our states and our cities from this overreaching powers of the federal government. You know, our founders, our founding fathers would be rolling over in their graves if they knew what was going on in this country. This country was never, this federal government was never supposed to be as big and as powerful. They are the largest employer in the world, I believe, the federal United States federal government is, or at least the country. That's not right. That's not right at all. They should not have the power that they have, and they shouldn't be able to threaten people with the IRS and all kinds of other BS tactics that they use. So we've got to be protected. Uh, let's see. It's about uh, 8.52. If you're listening to Good Talk Radio, the show's going to be over in just a few minutes. Uh, actually, the show's going to be over anyway. Uh, I just wanted to point it out. I just wanted to get it out there that this is the direction of the show. Now, will we be as uh, on as often? I don't know. It all depends on what's going on out there. Uh, my goal is to get as many guests on this show, uh, which are involved in the local government. They, they don't necessarily need to be, uh, you know, local politicians or anything like that, but they need to be, I want to talk to people that are involved, that know what the hell's going on in this state and how we can urge other states to follow suit, to continue to protect us. So Sheriff Lamb, he said he'll be back on. Uh, we're going to be talking to him um, every so often. Hopefully uh, Kelly Townsend will feel the same way. But I've got a bunch of other people that I'm reaching out to. Uh, one of our great anchors here in Phoenix, she just decided to give it up after 10 years on on the local Fox affiliate because of the just the total lies that she was being forced to report on the news. She knew that these uh, reports that she was reporting were just based in, in total fake news. But in order to do her job, she had to read what was in front of her. And she was just fed up with it. She just couldn't take it anymore. She didn't want to be part of the problem. So I want to try to reach out to her. I want to see if I can get get a hold of her and find out what her plans are because I'll tell you what, she would make one hell of a congressperson or a state senator. She could be part of the solution. And so I want to find out from her if that's exactly what she's going to do or what her plans are. Who knows? Maybe she'll just be an Uber driver. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah. Uber Eats, I guess that's a, a big thing. Uh, so, yeah, people just involved, people that are just involved in our own backyard, that's who I want to have on the show. Um, if if uh, you guys know or you want to have someone from your state or your city and they want to get out and they want to talk about what they're doing, uh, Katie, Kyle, if you know uh, local politicians there in Washington that are trying to fight the madness up there, and they want to be on the show, let them know that they're always invited to be on the show. I'd love to have them on. Uh, same with uh, George in Texas or wherever you're at. Doesn't make a difference. 
where they're from. We want to talk to local people. I want to talk to local business people that have been screwed by the federal government and have been screwed by these uh, ridiculous lockdowns and mask mandates. You know, and it's hard for us to sit here on the outside and not think that this coronavirus thing is completely blown out of proportion when they're closing our schools, but they're opening the borders. When governors and other highfalutin, uh, arrogant politicians are going to the French laundry or they're taking trips to Mexico or they're taking trips to Florida, which is actually a free state, but they're leaving their lockdown state to go to Florida so that they can celebrate Thanksgiving with their family. It's hard to believe that this coronavirus is as, as deadly as they try to make it out to be again, when they close our schools, but they open the borders. That's a local issue. That's a local issue. Like Kyle pointed it out. The problem isn't at the border itself. The problem is 50 miles north of the border and beyond. That's where the problem lies. And the federal government's not going to fix it. We've got to find ways to fix it. And that that's going to be by getting our uh, feet dirty in our own backyard. So that's it. Anybody else, uh, any questions for me while we're uh, just ending the show here? Any, uh, any thoughts, any questions? The phone, uh, phone lines will always be open. The number is always 602-475-2000. The chat room is always open. But I encourage you to, again, share this. Share it on your social media. Let people know what we're doing here and how they can get involved encourage people on your social media to get involved in their own backyard. Encourage people to tune into the show. Encourage people to subscribe to the show because this show is going to be an educational show. It's not going to be a whine, bitch, and complain show. This show is going to be an educational show. And uh, I'm excited about that. I hope you are too. Well, that's it. Uh, that's it for Backyard Politics Day. I am your host, John Smith. Uh, I will be back again on Friday, I believe. We're going to start breaking down some of these bills that are out there. Uh, we're going to be talking about some solutions and how to get involved. And uh, we'll see where this takes us. But I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the new uh, direction forward. I've done 100 shows. This is actually my 97th show that I've done. And I'm taking kind of a bold leap to change everything at this point. But after 100 shows, I looked back and said, okay, what difference have I made? And I couldn't come up with a single thing. And then I realized it's not about me. It's about everybody else. It's about this country. It's about fighting for our country because she's worth it. But we'll be back on Friday. I appreciate everybody that was here. Uh, Katie was in the room. Kyle Nesbaum was in the room. George Guzman was in the room. He's from uh, Texas. Who else was here? Um, let me just scroll up. Uh, Warrior Z Martinez was in the room. And by the way, that reminds me, I will be on Conservative Bear Show, the TCB show. Uh, you can find Conservative Bear on YouTube. I will be on his show in about a half hour at 930 Mountain Time. 
Uh, that's going to be 8.30 Pacific and, of course, 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. But I will be on his show tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, just about anything. He said, what are we going to talk about or are you willing to talk about anything? I said, of course I am. So I'm excited to talk to his audience and share with them what we're doing over here at Backyard Politics. But until next time, God bless, take care, uh, be nice to one another, and fight for our country because it's worth it. God bless.